And I'm prepared to shake the table today because my golly, <laughs> the girls are suffering. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Let Me Just Say This. Your girl is back on the mic with you today. And if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, go ahead and head over there because we got the recording, we got the visual. Hey, hello, hi to all y'all watching. Um, your girl is ready to shake the table today. And I mean that in every possible way. Um, <laughs> I actually decided on today's topic because I had seen a TikTok video, which I will show a little bit later. Um, that really tapped on a nerve of mine. Um, and then Summer Walker decided to drop this fire ass album, Clear to Soft Life, which tap danced even more on my emotions. <laughs> so I have some things to get off my chest and I'm gonna just say the disclaimer now. This is solely from my perspective, my opinion, from what I've seen, what I've heard and what I've been through, okay? If this does not apply, let it fly. But even if it does apply, I really don't particularly care, okay? So I said what I said. This is the beginning disclaimer. I said what I said. I don't care about no feelings that are hurt, all right? So yeah, let's just go ahead and get right on into it. Okay, so I stumbled across this video on Instagram, but it's um, this lovely lady on TikTok. She had shared a video where she was basically discussing her frustrations with dating black men. She basically said she is so tired of the lack of emotional labor and the fact that as a black woman dealing with these black men that she has to go through so much. So I'm gonna go ahead and let it play now. I'm fully aware that I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but I am so effing tired of the amount of emotional labor that comes with dating black men. I am so tired of the lack of commitment the lack of support, the lack of encouragement, the lack of money. Like, I don't know what to do from this point on, but I can tell you one thing. My interest in dating another Black man is like 1% at this point. They want us to be ride or dies until they get their shit together. And then they don't want to support us in return. They don't want to commit to us. They don't want to marry us but then they want all the benefits of being a husband without actually proposing to us. I need someone who's intentional in every single aspect. So <laughs> when I saw that, I immediately thought, I really wanna talk about this because I know so many black women who feel the same way. And it is something we've discussed for years. This isn't anything new. This isn't anything like, okay, social media coming around and women think that blah, 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 no. Women have been feeling this way. And when I say women, I'm speaking from the perspective of black women, okay? And when I talk about this situation and this dynamic, I'm speaking from the perspective of a straight black woman, okay? Who solely deals with black men. I have never dated um, or even been with a man that wasn't black. And talking to my homegirls, talking to my family, seeing the dynamics between black men and women in our community, I think it's very clear that black women are the back are the backbone. I think that is very clear that oftentimes we have to settle for less. We have to settle for the struggle. And why must we? Why? When we are so tired, there are the Serenas and the Gabarets of the world who are genuinely 
pursuing men who nurture them and cherish them and provide a soft life for them. And they aren't black. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that black men aren't capable. I'm not saying there aren't any out there because I know some who are amazing. I'm saying the prevailing culture loves to deny it, loves to um, gaslight us into feeling like we are the problem when when really and truly, baby, we might have a, a contributing factor, but I need y'all to stand on that. Stand on that. There's no way this many black women are speaking about all the shit they have to go through just to receive a healthy and honest and faithful and soft love from a black man. Like there's no way that it's just a coincidence. Now, Summer Walker dropped Soft Life. She has a song on there called Hard Life. And my best friend, she texted me. She was like, yeah, they're going in on her on Twitter because of that. Because essentially in the song, she says... Um, She's tired of seeing all these um, white women and Spanish women sitting back, being catered to, being helped in their household, being loved, you know, receiving a lot of this um, softness from their men. And she's like, why are the women who look like me suffering? The women that I love, black women aren't able to receive this from black men. And... While I am 100% of the belief that it is important to keep in mind who you're choosing, I also agree that as a culture, Black women are kind of not not treated the same way. <laughs> like, and I, I feel like that's a given. I think we all know that. Like, Black women are treated like we are at the bottom of the fucking totem pole. Mind you, a lot of people will, will praise us but only in the settings that is convenient and aesthetically pleasing for them. So in preparation for this episode, I decided to take some notes on exactly what I wanted to touch on. Um, I know I gave like an overarching opinion of mine and that really sums it up, but I'm going to break it down just a little bit further. So to start off, I mentioned it earlier, struggle love. Um, I have never seen a love between a black man and a black woman, like in my household or within my family that didn't involve some sort of pain, that didn't involve some sort of struggle. And really where the woman wasn't the party holding things down. Um, A lot of the relationships that I had seen growing up were giving struggle, struggle love, be it abuse, be it cheating, be it financial issues, lack of commitment, lack of of security and stability in the household from the side of the man. I had always seen struggle love. I've seen my peers in struggle love. I have seen my siblings in struggle love. And so for me personally, I never recognized that I was in a struggle love relationship with a black man. Mind you, I was with a man who was really, in my opinion, was transitioning from being, you know, a teenager to a grown man because we met really young. However, I was in a struggle love relationship too. And I, it wasn't necessarily that he was so bad to me for the majority of our relationship, but it was more so that I had to carry us in a lot of different ways, emotionally, financially, you know, 
I was a security in that situation. And of course I stayed because I loved him. And I thought to myself, well, if I love him and I hold him down now, then he'll pay me back on the back end. And the reality is a lot of black women who are in the struggle of relationships or feeling like they have to suffer in order to really prove to a man that they're down for the cause, that they're down for them and that they're worthy of love, genuinely end up making that man better for somebody else. They end up with nothing. A lot of the time, I don't know, child, I'm sure somebody's going to point out a relationship where the woman stayed down and suffered through a bunch of bullshit that she didn't have to, and then it, it paid off in the end, right? But how much sacrifice? How much should we sacrifice as Black women in order to prove to a Black man that we're worthy <laughs> of commitment, of love, that isn't hard, a love that is not hard, that we're worthy of devotion? Like, how how much do we got to give? I personally don't <laughs> and cannot foresee myself in that situation again. I need devotion from the go. I need to know from the from the jump. I don't ever want to struggle again. I, I, I don't know who out there needs to hear this shit, but you do not have to suffer for love. You do not have to suffer for <laughs> anyone or you, you don't have to, to prove anything for love. It should just come. You shouldn't have to work so damn hard for it. Which is why I don't understand why black women, when it comes to black men, have to prove so much. We have to prove so much. Just to get a sliver of something? That shit will never make sense to me. And that really is a segue into the next thing I want to touch on, which is feeling the need or the responsibility to fix and help these men. When black women say we need a man that has X, Y, and Z, we get shit on. They tell us we are asking for too much. They tell us our standards are too high. They tell us that we are conceited or we're delusional thinking that we deserve that much. Right? But when these men are down and out and they need help, who comes running? Who comes running? Black women, when our culture is under attack, when our people are under attack, when black men are dying in the streets, who's outside holding it down and lifting us up? Black women. And I think we have this cultural thing where we feel responsible for everyone. You know, everybody has the big mama who took care of everybody. Everybody got that granny or that auntie who hold everything down. Ain't nobody really holding her down, though. And she just feels like, okay, well, this is my part. This is my role. Um, I remember when I was younger, I felt like I have to help him. I have to help fix him. I have to help lift him up so he can reach his aspirations. Because that is my job. To push and further the success of my man, which then will further the success of my household. And now we can flourish as a black family. And if anything, that seems good and it sounds great until you realize that you're not receiving anything in return. Until you realize, like I said earlier, you are essentially making this man better for somebody else. I've learned that I am not responsible for fixing anyone. 
I'm not responsible for putting together somebody else's pieces. And as far as love is concerned and, and being with a black man, I need you to come whole. I need you to come whole. And mind you, this is something I'm still working on because I still ain't found nobody that genuinely is whole and all together. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, these are the things that are absolute non-negotiables. These are the things I can kind of, you know. But I think in a sense, it would be nice to not feel like I have to hold up somebody. To not feel like I have to compromise my comfort and my peace and hold someone down and fix everything for them. Maybe that's just how we're raised. I think black women, especially we talk about the, the eldest child, the, the oldest sister, feeling like we have to take care of things. I think that's just ingrained in us, especially those of us who are natural nurturers. It just seems like the thing to do. And I had to learn the hard way. Not my, not my job. Not my job to raise a man. Shout out to K. Michelle. Can't raise a man. Not my job. Absolutely not my job. Now, this right here, <laughs> these next two things I want to hit on, colorism and misogyny. These two topics, they hate this shit. They do not want to talk about this. Now, Summer Walker said women that look like her. If you've seen Summer Walker, Summer Walker, she's a brown-skinned girl, okay? She essentially, I don't think, was talking about me, right? Even though I am a black woman, there are a lot of ways in which I benefit from colorism, especially when it comes to dating. Um, I think there's this normal thing of anything closer, I mean, not normal, but you know, the common prevailing ideology of these men. Not all, but some. Let me shut up. Because honestly, I'm not going to give y'all no grace. A lot. A lot of black men. They may love black women. And they may say, I love black women. I love black women with natural hair. I love them with locks. But the women that they pursue do not reflect what they say that they love. Because the more popular, more attractive aesthetic is anything closer to whiteness, anything closer to exotic, anything closer to strategically advantageous um, on a societal level to their offspring. And so when these men are choosing who to be good to, who to be soft to, who to give a soft life to, I do think colorism comes into play because the women that they deem less attractive subsequently tend to be the darker women or the bigger women or the women who don't have the softest features. Those are the women they're saying aren't worthy. Those are the women that they're not giving a soft life to. Those are the women that they're driving through the fucking mud. And mind you, these women are beautiful. They have everything going for themselves. In all ways, a catch but that sprinkle of colorism that exists within our community as black people really, really taints the dating system in a very bad way. And I've had men come to me and tell me, yo, um, in, in, a, in a, a way that I think they meant to compliment me or they thought they were complimenting me and would be like, yo, um, I would love to be with a woman like you, you know, light skin, curly hair, you know. We would have some pretty babies. <laughs> and I just think to myself, you don't understand that there are some women who are, are really, you know, 
dull and shallow and dense as fuck that are going to be like, oh, yeah, but not me, child. And not a lot of us. Actually, we see what you did there. You just dissed my sisters. You just dissed my aunties. You just dissed a lot of black women in my life. I'm a black woman. And though... (laughs) <laughs> which I recently come to, I came to terms with this, that why a lot of people think I'm biracial, aesthetically, I can see it. I can see it. However, genetically, I'm not. Both my parents are black. Both their parents are black. There's no immediately immediate biracial anything over here. I'm a black woman. I just happen to be high yellow. Thank the slave masters, okay? Um, But they think when they come to you like that and treat you on like you're... They put you on a pedestal as if you're supposed to be flattered. And I'm like, I am absolutely not flattered because you're showing me what type of man you are. Nobody wants to date a colorist. And a lot of these men won't admit that they're colorists either. They won't. You see these black men who don't date black women ever will never date us. Not even me. Like, and I'm light skinned, like wouldn't even date me. will go out of their way to date anybody that's not black and then shit on black women and the thing is, from my perspective, I don't really care too much because I don't want you anyway. You're not the type of black man that I would want to be with. But I can understand how hurtful and how painful that rejection can be for a lot of black women. And like I said earlier, the Serena Williams, the Gabbies of the of the world who really were told that they were ugly, too manly, too not good enough. And you're being told this by by who black women, we are raised to love our men. Contrary to what some may believe, we are raised to love our men only for them to come back to us and tell us, yo, we're not, you're not good enough for X, Y, and Z. And thus I'm going to date the other. And when these women turn around and date white men who give them the soft life, let me just say this. Every man of every culture is liable to do some fuck shit. But if it's one thing (laughs) I have seen is that when these black women go and date White men, yo, cherished, cherished, supported, loved, like literally down, deep, deep. Genuinely, I feel like I can go on about this for days, but my battery is about to die. So let me go ahead and get on to what I really want to talk about and what I really want to say, because these are all things that black women have been saying. We have been saying we are tired of struggling to find love with black men we are tired of struggling to find something soft and be able to relax to relax and live an easy life black women are tired of living hard lives and thus i think today's black women ain't (laughs) the listen nowadays black women are not with the bullshit no more okay if you can't get right you can get the fuck gone and that's how we're moving. Because next 15, one coming. There is no more. Well, I'm going to stay and I'm going to hold him down. We don't do that no more. I don't know who needs to hear this, but we ain't holding y'all down no more. We're not waiting for y'all to get right no more. We're not right, waiting for y'all to get y'all money right. No, you need to come together. You need to come together. Especially if I have all my shit together. Everything around here, I make move on my own. All my bills, I pay on my own. So I need you to come together. I need you to come with your shit together. I need you to come with something. And if you, and and preferably match it, match what I got going on. You know what I'm saying? At least, my gosh. (laughs) 
we ain't with the fuck shit no more. I'll say that. And and the battle between us and the culture, the battle between black men and black women, because because these conversations are volatile. Like they suck every time. I've never seen a conversation where I felt like, yeah, this is this was a healthy conversation. They always end up with some bullshit. And I will always say I love black men. I want to see black men alive. I want to see black men flourishing. I want to see black men in love, being loved, happy. But that does not mean that I'm willing to discount all of the bullshit that is encouraged or has been perpetuated in our community in which the ways that we are as black women are being treated. So, yeah, because they're going to hear all this and, and, and think she hates black men. No, I love you guys. I love y'all, which is why I need to hold you niggas accountable and, and hold us accountable too. They be like, women, women don't have any sense of accountability. Yes, the fuck we do. But y'all hold us accountable for feeling bad after you made us feel bad. Y'all be taking us there and be mad that we told us, like we, we say you hurt me and then you'll get mad because you hurt me. And I said that you hurt me. Like, how you gonna be mad that you hurt me when you hurt me? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Child, I know that was a ramble and a rant, but I really need to get that off. Because my God today, black women, we ain't suffering no more. No more struggle love. No more suffering. We want soft lives. Okay? And if you can't come with a soft life, go go over to, to Karen and them house. Please. Immediately. <laughs> I just want to close out with explaining what soft love is for me now soft life that's a whole big overarching thing but soft love from a black man to me soft love to me is like brown sugar it's like and i don't mean the movie because that was some struggle shit right there um (laughs) i mean it's like sweet and it's warm i told my friend my best friend that the love that I want, which is indescribable, the feeling of support and like just mm, that 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 type of shit, you can't describe it. But this is the closest that I kind of came to it. I told her, I want to be like a delicate flower in the palm of a giant, that giant being my man, my black man, right? And he, in every way possible, can choose to protect me and nurture me and watch me grow and blossom and spread or he can crush me he can watch me crumble into little pieces but he chooses to protect me he chooses to treat me delicately and as fragile as I really am and protect me and because of that it allows me to grow and I'm able to spread. I'm able to go and grow all over him. And then he then is flourishing too. That is soft life and soft love for me. Soft love is support. It's trust. It's commitment. It's honesty. It's just knowing like, yo, I can rely on you. And I know you love me and you have my back. And you will be there for me. 
And life does not have to be hard with you. Life can be easy. That's what I think soft love is. And I I think everybody, regardless of race, creed, or whatever, deserves that type of love. And I really hope that any Black women out there listening to this, if you feel like you are suffering and you can't have a soft love and you're, and, and you're given a hard life by somebody, baby, it is time to choose yourself. Give yourself soft love. Give yourself the soft life in the best way you can. And I promise you, one day, that Black man will come by. He'll come right on time. I firmly believe this. Don't give up on love. Please don't give up on love. Please don't give up on black men. I think there's, it's possible still. Okay, Bartholomew, my son is over here ruining the moment. <laughs> I think it's possible still, but it will take a whole lot of work. So yeah, that's my TED talk. That's my rant for today. Um, Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in to next week's episode. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but it might be something. Because, baby, the comments on, on, on the last episode's post on my Instagram page. If you don't follow the Instagram page, baby, go look in the details. Go look in the notes. The Instagram page is there. The links, not the LinkedIn. <laughs> the link tree is in there. Go ahead and follow the podcast page because... It be going up over there sometimes. And I need y'all to come because, baby, I'm not going to be fighting for my life alone. (laughs) All right, then. Until next time.